Um, a cyclist is recovering in hospital. Excuse me, a cyclist is recovering in hospital after uh, being hit, hit head on by a motorcyclist on Chapman's Peak. The incident happened over the weekend, and according to reports, um, the motorcyclist was overtaking a vehicle only to find himself face to face with a group of cyclists. Ironically, the incident comes a day before um, the people of Pedal Power and the Premier of the province held a stay wider of a rider awareness campaign in Paul. Neil Robertson of the Pedal Power Association joins me now on the line. Good morning, Neil. Hope you are well, and I hope that cyclist is recovering well. What do we know? What were the details of the incident on Chapman Speak Drive, Neil? Yeah, good morning, Lester. Um, well, he's he's not well by any stretch of the imagination, but he's in hospital. He's stable, and apparently his vitals are good. We we talking to the the family and the the person that was with him on the ride when it happened, and it was as far as the ride is concerned, that was with him. It was pretty cut and dry. The, the motorcyclist on a superbike was coming up Chapman's Peak from the Nordok side and crossed a solid white line to overtake a Toyota Land Cruiser and careered straight into the, the cyclist head-on coming coming over the other way. So absolutely devastating incident for the cycling community um, and we wish him the best recovery possible. I mean, he's in a He's in a difficult position, but, you know, we hope and pray that he's, he's okay. I'm just uh, seeing an update here from the Stay Wide of the Rider campaign. It says, uh, an update on the crash on Chapman's Peak Drive. Brent Hubert is still sedated and ventilated, but he's responding to touch. We wish to thank the Cape Medical Response Team for their assistance as well as the local fire department. But we are looking for the drive of a beige SUV land cruiser witness the crash. A huge thank you to the cycling community for your support. Uh, Chapman Speak is a popular uh, area for cyclists who are training currently for the uh, Cape Town Cycle Tour, but also for for road runners. Uh, it's a very, very narrow passageway, Chapman Speak. Just how concerned are you of safety there on people who use the road to run or to cycle? but also on the attitude of motorists and, in this case, of a motorcyclist. Neil? No, Lester, listen, it's a very short passage of roads, nine kilometers, and I think it's behavior. People in this country have a sense of lawlessness. They they do what they want to do, and they know that the resources are not there, so they get away with it. And we've got a couple of cases countrywide at the moment which we're hoping to have convictions and proper potentially jail time on. Um, but it comes down to behavior and tolerance and respect. And if you look at European cities, I, I just take Italy, Spain, France, Lake Como, for instance, is a prime example. It's very similar terrain. You've got massive tour buses going up that um, over the mountains, snow-capped mountains, etc. And people share the road. They're tolerant. They don't overtake on blind corners. They wait for the cyclist. The cyclist is also respectful and the behavior is not to ride five abreast, which we sometimes experience in this, in this, in this country. And if you have to wait for 300 meters behind a, a cyclist or a couple of cyclists, is that the end of the world? That's what we've come to. 
And I think people are completely and utterly intolerant in this country. The stress levels, the road rage, it has to stop. And I think, yes, communication will be ramped up again from our side. I mean, this is a particularly busy time of the year for cyclists. This, as you mentioned, the Cape Town Cycle Tour is in a couple of weeks' time. By April, May, this will be gone, you know, winter, colder, etc., darker. People won't be out there. So if we can just be tolerant in the next few weeks, um, cyclists also need to obey the, ro- the rules of the road. They're not, they're not immune from that, and we constantly talk to them about that because um, there are lots of moans and groans of people having a goat cyclist, and I've experienced it myself lots of times. I'm sure we all have. But let's just try and change our attitude and our behavior because I think that's where it starts. Uh, Neil, I hope to have Intelene on the line sometime over the course of this week to speak about road safety there for, for all users of Chapman Speak Drive. But as far as you understand, are there any safety or observation tools that are used to observe whether road users, whether they be cyclists, motorists or motorcyclists, are obeying the rules. Is there any traffic enforcement on Chapman Speak in, as you say, this busy time where we have a number of modes of, of transport, cyclist cars, motorcycles using that stretch of road, Neil? Yeah, so we've got a, a number of different um, signage on that particular stretch of road, warning cyclists to keep single file because it's very narrow, and it's a provincial road, it's a partnership between Insulani and the city, uh, the province, should I say. So there should be law enforcement. Um, and again, these are solid white lines. It's a narrow road. It's a dangerous road. It's, it's one of the most beautiful spots in South Africa. You know, if you're going to go down at 30 kilometers an hour as opposed to 50 or 60, it's like a school. You, you drive 30 kilometers around a school with your children coming out and in, going in, into the school property. Look at it as a similar scenario. You know, there's this constant belief we have to speed everywhere. It's, that's where it starts, Lester. And I think you can have all the rules in the road, you can have all the prosecutions, but people that do not change their behavior, nothing will ever happen in this country. Uh, Neil, I don't think an explanation of, oh, just wait for a few more weeks, cycle tour is over, cycle season is done by April, we'll have fewer cyclists on the road. I don't think many people will necessarily accept that argument because as the messages are coming through, some saying that there are cyclists who are just as lawless as motorists. One message says they're even worse. Your response? No, completely right. Listen, I'm not saying that all motorists should forgive cyclists for three months of the year. Not at all. This particular stretch of road, it's a nine-kilometer stretch of road. If people could just be a little bit more tolerant on that particular stretch, the rest have got good shoulders. There's good opportunity for cyclists to ride single file, as they're always told to do, going up Sekaborsi, going down from Hart Bay, into Kellis Bay, et cetera, et cetera. There's no reason for us to get annoyed at one another in this particular period of time. If cyclists obey the road rules, we are absolutely um, outspoken, very loud around constant comms to our cycling community around, please obey the rules of the road. I see it, trust me. I, It's embarrassing sometimes. I witness what goes on the road and, you know, Rude signs, swearing, bad language, all all types of things we all experience, all happens out there. It's because people are so intolerant of one another. Yes, the cyclists must obey the rules of the road, absolutely, no question. Everyone must. And I think 
you know, passing on a white line on a blind corner is is beyond silly in my in my book. Um, there's there's no excuse for it, and I think we 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 often blame the cyclists, and I'm the first to do that as the CEO of PPA. But there's got to be a measure of respect on the road for everyone. No one's got a divine right to use our provincial or municipal roads. We all share them, and we need to consider that. Neil Robinson, really appreciate your time. Pedal Power Association CEO, 021-446-0567.